Let's give some takeaways from last night's Spurs loss to the Wizards. Is Sean Elliott right about how the Spurs rebuild should, well, should have been? And uh, will the Spurs be active on the trade deadline? You are locked on Spurs, your daily San Antonio Spurs podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, this is Hot Rod. And I'm RC from the Cybertronic Spring. And you're listening to Locked On Spurs with Jeff Garcia. Welcome back to Locked On Spurs. We're here in the Locked On NBA Network. I'm your host, Jeff Garcia, Spurs writer for Kansas 5 San Antonio. Glad to have you all back. Hope everybody's having a great uh, week. And uh, yeah, we'll get you through it. Get you through that old good old work day right here on Locked On Spurs. Hey, thanks for making Locked On Spurs your first listen each and every day. Free and available wherever you get podcasts. You know where to find us. Ken's 5 Plus app, YouTube, Spotify, iTunes. Pick a platform. We are there. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers get themselves $200 in bonus bets. Uh, if your bet of 5 bucks or more wins, visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to get started. Hey, what are we talking about today? We're going to be discussing... Well, I'm giving you my three takeaways from last night's loss to the uh, Wizards. Yeah, your Spurs cannot extend that two-game winning streak into three. And then we're going to bring in our guest, Mike Taylor of In the Building YouTube podcast show. Uh, We're going to be discussing if Sean Elliott is right about how the Spurs should have proceeded with their rebuild and will the team be active at the trade deadline. But about last night, your Spurs, well, they got an L. They lost. Uh, just when you thought that maybe, maybe they could have had their first three-game winning streak of the season, yeah, they came up short. They were close, but they had no business losing to the Wizards the way they did, especially in the fourth period. And that is takeaway number one, the fourth period. The Spurs absolutely could not connect on a shot. They went nine for 24 from the four, from the field in the fourth, two for 10 from the three line. That's 37% from the field and 20%. From the three line, while the Wizards, uh, they just found their stroke late in the game. 68% shooting in the fourth and connected on three critical three-pointers in that third, in that final frame, excuse me, to seal the deal for the win. Yeah, Jeez. you know, this, you know, the Spurs not only shot themselves in the foot by not connecting on shots, they couldn't even play any defense. They were just letting Wizards get wide open shots and the Wizards were connecting on them. You know, poor defense, poor execution down the stretch. All made up for a loss for your silver and black. Takeaway number two, immaturity. Popovich talked about it after the game. Wimbyama talked about it after the game. This team just showed a lot of youth, immaturity, and just know-how just, or lack of know-how to close out the game. This was, again, a game the Spurs should have won. They had it pretty much, for the most part, wrapped up. They had a 14-point lead on the Wizards. And we all know they've been even winning the third period of late. They won it again, 35 to 33 over Washington. They were cruising to that fourth. And then the wheels just fell apart. Uh, just, you know, just no effort to close out the game. And that was just bad because, you know, they're about to go on the road to your road trip. They got a couple of tough teams coming up next. Magic, Pelicans. You know, this was a game that the Spurs should have won. It was in their hand, and they let it slip away. That's takeaway number two, just immaturity on that court. The last takeaway has to be just individual players just, you know, not being consistent yet again. Uh, Jeremy Sohan, after having a pair of great games headed into the game versus Washington, he ended up scoring two points. Yeah, one for seven for the field in 26 minutes. 
You have uh, Keldon Johnson came off the bench at 14, but five for 10 shooting. And then uh, just, again, misfiring from players. You know, Julian Champagny, you know, he goes one for two from the field in 20 minutes for three points. You know, in the plus-minus column, guess who was the worst player? on the According to the plus-minus column, that was Victor Wimbayama, a minus 12 to not so good to be leading the team in that department. What cost him? Turnovers. He had four turnovers in the game. And speaking of turnovers, Vassell had five. So individual players just simply did not – you know, rise up to the, to, to the occasion, did not step up the game, were not consistent, and that all spelled doom for your silver and black. And, yeah, they fought a 10-37. and 37. The next host, the Orlando Magic, part of their seven-game homestand before the Rodeo Road Trip. Coming up next, we have Mike Taylor of In the Building Podcast Show. We're going to be discussing Sean Elliott's recent comments about the Spurs rebuild and more coming up next. Hey, today's episode is brought to you by Quiz with Three Eyes. You want to go to quizwiththreeeyes.com right now. Lockdown Spurs, you know, I, I like love using it here, guys. Uh, you know, Quiz is such a fun app to get. And we're going to have fun testing your Spurs knowledge. Which NBA coach, or Spurs coach, I should say, has led the team to five NBA titles? Yeah, sometimes the questions are like that with quiz.com. And you want to go there right now and get that app. Remember, Quiz with Three Eyes is the next-generation trivia experience. It's also the world's first platform where you can earn money playing knowledge games. And for Lockdown Spurs fans, they created an NBA quiz game where you can test your knowledge and win real cash. Play with friends, other fans. Let your knowledge shine all the way to the bank. You can play without downloading as well. Anytime you want to go to app.quiz.com and start playing today, NBA quiz is the ultimate knowledge challenge for fans that live and breathe basketball. Look, by the way, we all know that was Popovich, right? Yeah, exactly. It should have been obvious. But, hey, look, quiz is fun. You know, it's a good time, good way to test your NBA knowledge, Spurs knowledge if a question pops up and so much more. Hey, you can even compete with, uh, you know, fellow Spurs fans. You want to go to app.quiz.com to test your knowledge and uh, win cash today. That's quiz with three eyes, just like a three-pointer. Play now, showcase your skills, take home cash prizes, app.quiz.com, where fans become champions. Hey, San Antonio, you stay up late last night catching the end of the Spurs game, or maybe you're in need of a pick-me-up? Well, look no further than Muslinger's Drive-Thru Coffee right now. Go there right now, Muslinger's Drive-Thru Coffee, the best spot in San Antonio to get coffee. Muslinger's is locally owned, independent coffee shop, and they're proud to make delicious coffee for the community. They do it fast. They do it friendly. You can get on with your day. So whether you're in the mood for a latte, cold brew, Red Bull-infused lightning bolt series, they got drinks for every taste, wide selection of dairy alternatives, low-calorie options, caffeine-free drinks for those who just want to take it easy. They have the OG OJ, mini donuts, friendly staff, great menu. What more do you need? Go to Mudslingers drive through Coffee right now if you're in San Antonio. They're located at 2404,000 Oaks Drive near 21 and 1604. Look, they have a tasty, it's convenient, and they'll take care of your caffeine fix. And whenever the Spurs do win, you want to make sure you follow them on social media like X, Threads, uh, Facebook, TikTok, whatever it is, because they have little surprises for you. Uh, well, big surprise all day long. Let's just say dollar coffee if the Spurs do win. 
So again, located at 2404 Thousand Oaks Drive near 2104. They're open every day from 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. Life is too short for bland coffee. And we are now joined by Mike Taylor of the In the Building show. New show with um, George, well, Mike Taylor and Rudy J. Uh, it starts at 11 a.m. on all platforms. I'm pretty sure Mike will be bragging about his new baby later on on the show. Congratulations, yeah. Mike, and welcome back to Lockdown Spurs. Thank you, man. I'm always happy to do it for sure. I, I think you're a cool guy. So anytime you want, I'm, I'm here. Oh, look at that. All right, man. <clears throat> I like that. Hey, by the way, um, congratulations on the skyrocket success in the building is having. Uh, congratulations on everything. Uh, you, you know, you you're definitely proving yourself when you say, "Hey, you know, you took a risk, you took a shot, man, and you're letting them hang out." If you know what I mean. Thank you, man. Well, it's like surfing. You never know when a wave's going to come in. Yeah. You got to catch it. And you never know how long it's going to go. So I appreciate that. Um, it's crazy to see how it's been the first week. Mm -hmm. uh, so we'll see. We're just trying to stay somewhat grounded. We're happy, but we're just we're just grinded, man. We're like any other podcast. Oh, you yeah. know, we are at the mercy of the it all could change. So we're just sure. trying to appreciate you uh, mentioning it, dude. Thank you, man. Anytime. Yeah, we'll talk a little more about it later. You know, what can fans expect and what more? Make sure to follow Mike on X at Mike Taylor Show right now. So, Mike, Mr. Sean Elliott, you know, that Spurs great, has his jersey hanging up at the Frost, uh, went on as a guest for San Antonio Sports Star, and he was talking about the rebuild. And in a nutshell, Mike, he said the Spurs kind of maybe should have done it a different way. That this whole complete tear down to the studs, youth, and movement Spurs are the first or the youngest uh, team in the league. That maybe that was not a good idea. After all, he says this team should have gone with an infusion of youth and veterans. And he recalled his rookie year with David Robinson saying, Hey, we had TC, Terry Cummings, we had Mo Cheeks, Caldwell Jones. You know, the list goes on and on. That pretty much struck a nerve with a lot of Spurs fans saying, you know what, Sean, maybe you were right. Maybe you were right. Uh, where do you stand on that? Do you think the Spurs may have tripped up a bit and should have had a vet slash bunch of kids mix this season? Well, yeah, I do think that in theory that would have been the better thing to do. Right. Now, I'm, I have, was that going to be possible, though? Because it, then yeah. you get back into who were those veterans going to be? Who were you going to bring in? Were, you, were we going to keep Demar Derozan? Because you wouldn't yeah. have, you wouldn't have wound up in the lottery had you done that. Because he would have won you would have won too many games. Um, in theory, it's in hindsight, it's fine to go back and say, "Man, you sure lost it." Look how bad the record is. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> we should have maybe had some more experience on this thing. But you know, and I, I love Sean, but I don't remember Sean saying this six months ago or yep. eighteen months ago. Hey, we're getting too young. You know, like anybody, he, you know, like we all should do, we trusted that they knew what they were doing. And now it Absolutely. looks like, well, maybe they should have maybe kept a veteran or two. So I'm mm. not trying to ride the fence, man. But I think in theory, yeah, you look back and say, yeah, maybe they got too young. But I don't know how they would have done that and been able mm -hmm. to have gotten Wimby. They needed to have the yeah. worst record in the league. They needed to mm -hmm. have more ping pong balls in the hopper. And the way they decided to do that was to break it all down and get a bunch of young and go crazy young. Now, mm -hmm. did they the, the kids that they have around Wimby, are they going to wind up being good enough to make this thing look like yeah. hope? That I don't know. You know, I mean, I, I, well, we didn't know that 
we, we didn't know that they were going to botch the point guard position from the beginning. Mm -hmm. We trusted that just Sohan could handle that. Had Sohan worked out the way they hoped, maybe we're not having this conversation, you know? Right. Um, had they brought had they brought another point guard, a true point guard, onto the team to help Trey Jones, uh, maybe it's a different conversation. In theory, mm -hmm. I'm cool with the breakdown, but how you handle that breakdown, mm -hmm. I think, should be criticized. So right. I, I kind of agree with Sean. I'm, I guess the point is I'm cool with the total breakdown because it got you Wimby. Right. But they thought they were going to win more games this year, which you and I yeah. have talked about last month. They yeah, we did. Yeah. They thought this thing would be, I don't not even 500, but certainly not. Right. And and whatever they are at this point. Um, yeah. I thought we, I think we all thought they'd have about 20 wins, hopefully, at this point of the season, mm -hmm. 15 at least. Yeah. Uh, so they made they missed on some of these babies, and that's where they went wrong. They chose the wrong babies to build around, but yeah. you know, lately they've they've been more competitive lately. So right. yeah, in theory, yeah, maybe you you keep a veteran or two, but I don't know who that would have been. I mean, you've got Doug McDermott. I mean, he's a veteran, right. you know. They brought yeah. Zach Collins in. Zach Collins is technically a veteran. Yeah. So maybe your 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 theory was on point, but the method to carry out that theory. Yeah that's left a lot to be desired. You saw the team kind of push to bring in veter veterans to, well, well, way ahead of the season, preseason, but they had Reggie Bullock on, on the roster. They did. They had campaign on the roster. You know, I, I think those two guys, if things had worked out, probably would have helped this team eke out a few more wins this season, but they opted to waive them out. We know campaign was kind of low key. I don't want to be in San Antonio. So they exited him out. Reggie Bullock, I was a little surprised they told him adios because I really thought he would have fit in well. 3 and D guy, veteran, been with Dallas for a while, has been around the NBA. I thought he would have been a good fit, but they said bye. So they opted for the youngest team in the league. Now, do you think there's something to be said about that, though? I know, you know, Sean had his opinion on it, but there's also something about these kids growing up together, you know, learning, leaning on one another. But the only drawback I see to that, Mike, is – Okay, fine, y'all guys are coming up together, but this team is probably going to get busted up either the trade deadline, we'll talk about that in a few minutes, or in the offseason. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that I think I think that um well, I mean, let's start with let's start with Pop. I think Pop would yeah. probably like a do-over on Jeremy Sohan. <laughs> yeah. Um but to Jeremy's credit, he's seems to be getting through the wilderness now and getting back mm -hmm. to that rising young kid he was. Had mm -hmm. they had another point guard that was a legitimate point guard on the roster to combo point guard with Trey Jones and never taken Jeremy out of his comfort zone, maybe Sohan is even further along right now than 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 he is. Although, mm -hmm. to, like I said, to his credit, he's been better lately. Right. Uh, I think they messed his head up there for about three months. Mm -hmm. He's starting to get it back. Um, that's really all I can. I, I don't. I can't bash them too much. I mean, mm -hmm. I, I none of us were in the summer. We were all excited. You know, mm -hmm. I, I told you you had me on right after yep. training camp, and in all my basketball expertise, I told you I thought they'd win thirty to thirty-five games. Yeah. I bought in. You know, and mm -hmm. I trust the Spurs, and they and they deserve our trust. And so it's easy to nitpick and go back and say, oh, you were wrong. And they were. But sometimes you're going to be wrong, man. Uh, yeah. I think the biggest thing that we can mess with is the point guard stuff. Um, they they underestimated the that working. 
But yeah. outside of that, I don't know what else I would have done any differently. And I, I did express concern for Sohan at the beginning of the year. Yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. Doing. Mm -hmm. uh, that's the one big mistake they've made. But ultimately, um, you brought in a 19-year-old kid. You got a bunch of other kids. They're all trying to get along with each other. Maybe maybe we were wrong. You know, Maybe mm -hmm. none of us should have been as hyped as we were. Yeah. Um, maybe we all should have. Maybe, I don't know. I just, I don't know. It's, it's, it sucks how it's gone. Mm -hmm. um, but like I said, I, you, you mentioned the development. Yeah, they are developing slowly together, but at some point they're going to have to, you know, and pop always talks about lack of an experience these kids are still learning how to win games in crunch mm -hmm. time. Well, they, they need to start learning here pretty quick. You know, it, it's yeah. at the end of the day, we're not running a boy's camp. It's a mm -hmm. business. It's a business, and right? We're yeah. in the business of winning. And you are on the clock with this kid you just brought in from France. Mm -hmm. and he says all the right things. And I have, I, I have nothing to, I have no reason to think that he's already disgruntled, but the clock has been sped up on your development. Mm -hmm. They got to get good as soon as they can, because it didn't work out. Yeah. In that same interview, Sean Elliott did have an issue with how today's NBA players are being handled. He said when he is in back in his day, you know, old man that he is, he said, we did, he goes, we watch film on teams. He goes, we didn't watch film on individual players. He goes, we watch film on how the teams would play. He goes, now, you know, they watch individual players for a position. He goes, that's not good. Interesting, too. He said practices are cut shorter because now the players unions have stepped in. And the, according to the players unions deal with the NBA, practice can be held about an hour, hour and a half. He goes, back then, you know, we outright for three hours. So, you know how times have changed and you could see perhaps the impact on that uh with a youth movement teaching them that maybe they'll get there um or 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 just why maybe the product is so bad on the court mike well i mean that's kind of that's kind mm -hmm. of a peter and paul thing man so yeah. all the other teams in the league have the same rules mm -hmm. you know so yeah if you're going to if you're going to run this youth movement you're going to have to give it time you're going to have mm -hmm. to because like you said lack of practice Mm -hmm. Different ways of scouting other groups around the league, yeah. or go bring in ten veterans here and let them play. Yeah. I mean, exactly. Speed up the process if that's what you're going. If that's what you feel like you should do, you know. If you told me, like, look what Milwaukee's doing—they're firing coaches forty-three yeah. games into a season and they're twenty-five games over five hundred. You have to win right now. You at mm -hmm. least have to show your fans and absolutely you have to show your company that you are making progress right now. No one's saying the Spurs should be where the Bucks are, but I mean, there's an example. They're they're the, one of the best teams in the league, and they're bringing in a new coach. You know, they 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 didn't even give him a chance to get to the half point of the season, barely with a whole new. <laughs> right. They're in Damian Lillard. They didn't even give the poor guy a half a season. You have to win right now, or at least mm -hmm. show promise right now. You know, these the, the fine. The union wants to argue well. Oh well, these kids are probably you can't be practicing all day long. Yeah. It's mean. Okay, cool. Then don't get pissed when they get shipped out. And they don't, mm -hmm. they're not given a chance to develop because the the, the clock ticks faster right. in today's NBA. Mm -hmm. No, you're absolutely right, Mike. Um, uh, you know, it's just a different era, different age. You know, Sean Elliott grew up, well, was in the NBA just at a different time. Times are a changing. And speaking of changing, could the Spurs be changing their roster at the NBA trade deadline? We're going to be talking that with Mr. Mike Taylor himself within the building. Check it out on YouTube and all other platforms. Mike's going to be talking about that in just a few seconds right here on Lockdown Spurs. 
This is Emily Swallow, and you are listening to Locked On Spurs with Jeff Garcia. This show episode of Locked On Spurs is brought to you by BetterHelp. Look, if you want to make yourself better or perhaps improve in areas that you're already good at, look no further than online therapy with BetterHelp. Look, everybody can use a little pick-me-up, right? Everybody can use therapy, right? Or if you've stopped and you want to get back on, you want to give BetterHelp a try right now. Look, around the New Year's as well, we usually try to make resolutions and sometimes it's hard to stick with them. Or maybe, like I said, you already have you know, some things that you're doing really good at and just want to continue. That's where BetterHelp can come in. So, for example, if you're looking to organize a space in your apartment or you're taking supplements to improve your life, eat better, eat a better breakfast, whatever it is, therapy helps you find your strength, your strengths so you can ditch extreme resolutions and take those changes that you need to take and make sure they really stick. So if you benefited from therapy, you know, hey, give better try, better help, I should say, a try right now. Again, it's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, suited to your schedule. You just fill out a brief questionnaire, you get matched with the licensed therapist, Switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Celebrate the progress you have made right now or have already made. Visit BetterHelp.com slash LockedOn and get yourself 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash LockedOnNBA. Hey, I want to talk to you about FanDuel right now. Happy Super Bowl, everybody. And for all those who celebrate Super Bowl, look no further than FanDuel. By the way, happy Super Bowl from FanDuel as well, America's number one sports book. So if you're like me, Super Bowl Sunday is all about scoring the best seat on the couch, grabbing your favorite uh, snack, maybe placing some super bets. Hey, look, Super Bowl Sunday is what it's all about, right? The game, the food, the commercials, everything you need. You can also have some fun with it at FanDuel right now. So you want to go to FanDuel as soon as you can, like right now, as soon as this episode is over, and you know, get that app. FanDuel has so many ways for you to end the season with a W or two or three. Uh, not only can you place a bet on who will win Super Bowl 58, but FanDuel also has bets for which player will score a touchdown, how many points will be scored, and so much more. New customers, you want to join right now. You get $200 in bonus bets if your first bet of $5 or more wins. Just visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to sign up. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on. Make every moment more with FanDuel, the official sportsbook partner of the NFL. And we're back right here on Lockdown Spurs with Mike Taylor of In the Building, the new show. Check it out on YouTube. Mike's going to give us all the details on how you can check it out, where you can watch it, what you can expect, so much more. He's teamed up with Rudy J. Such a great pairing. We'll be talking about that in just a few seconds. But the NBA trade deadline is right around the corner, Mike, just weeks away. Spurs have the assets to make things happen from the youth that they have on their roster. Yes, everybody brace yourself. They can flip these guys if they need to. They're not Wimby levels. Yeah, they're on the table. Mm-hmm. Um, they got a bunch of draft picks. They got a hell of a lot of cash. They are primed and ready for the NBA trade deadline. But will they be active? Mike, what do you think? Buying or selling, this team's going to be active for the trade deadline. They better be. They better there be. Active. I mean, we're out of time here. I mean, we know. I think we know what this thing is. Mm-hmm. You know, it is. It is. It is. Victor Wimbanyama is going to do spectacular things every night and put up twenty-five and ten in limited minutes. Mm-hmm. And they're going to get beat most of the time. That's what they are. That's not yeah. going to change between now and the end of the season. If you told me that this current roster is going to all of a sudden figure it out and. Mm-hmm. Find the crystal ball. 
and it shows in the it shows in the crystal ball. Oh yeah, this group's going to figure it out. We're going to win forty five games next year. Great. Then stand pat. I think yeah, yeah, that's not realistic though. This grouping of this group of kids has proven that it's going to be competitive on occasion. Get blown out of the gym once or twice oh, yeah. a week, and Wimby's awesome. Rinse repeat. You can't. You can't. That's go pretty on. much the season. That's the season so far. Yeah, yeah, you can't go on that way. It's time, you know. And this, and I think I've alluded to this before. You know, Wimby needed time to come into the league, figure out mm-hmm. himself, figure out how to stay above water, and he's been terrific more than even I thought he would be. Now it's time to grow him up a little bit. And how yep. you do that is you show him what a business this is. We are here to win. And I think he gets it. I think you'd mm-hmm. be doing this kid a disservice if you're not trying to be a major player at the deadline. Maybe you're not able to pull off a bunch of stuff, but he needs to see that we're trying to win as, as quickly as we can. We, yeah. We're going to take a mulligan year this rookie year of yours, but next year we want to win. That doesn't mean they're going to go bring in. They're not going to go trade for Damian Lillard. They're not going to go trade right. for LeBron James. Exactly. And I, this goes back to, I'm just going to have to trust them. I trust that this organization has figured out what fits with Victor Wimbanyama mm-hmm. and then start showing me by the players you bring in. Everybody they bring in at the deadline or a free agency or at the draft, they're here because you think they can fit in with Vic. And so start showing me that here at the deadline yeah. here soon. Uh, I, they don't have to be stars. They just need to be veteran players, veteran players come yeah. in here and figure out and not get blown out of the gym, understand how to stay in games, late in games when teams mm-hmm. go off runs, and show Vic that we're, we're trying to win here. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe bring in another guy who knows how to play point guard in the NBA because they only have <laughs> right. one. God bless Blake Wesley's of the world, but they need a legitimate veteran point guard. And it yeah. doesn't have to be DeJounte Murray. I would love right. that. Uh, but just someone who's capable because they don't have mm-hmm. anybody outside of Trey Jones who's even capable mm-hmm. of playing in uh, playing NBA point guard on a nightly basis. Start there yeah. and show me that you're serious about developing around Victor Wimbanyama, and I know that they are. You know, I, go bring people in. Go take on mm-hmm. some expiring contracts. I, I guess I'm I guess I'm calling for the blowing up of this thing. Yeah. No. 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 I, I agree with you. I think either well, you're not guaranteed yeah. a roster spot beyond next month. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think either it's going to happen in a few weeks or definitely in the offseason. This, sure. this roster is still going to be not looking the same next season. No. And I, I, I look at that you mentioned DeJounte. It, it, I think it just happened to be DeJounte, but my I've been saying in lockdowns, I'm just glad they recognized the problem that it's just point guard. And okay, it happened to be DeJounte in these rumors. But if they could have said Mike Conley, Kyle Lowry, just any other point guard, I would have, sure, okay, thank you, Spurs, sure. you recognizing the issue. Is that you have you are thin at the point guard spot? Uh, Got to make you think too. My, my kind of a little bit of an aside, like how much of a ripple effect this is from the Josh Primo uh, debacle, you, you know, because he was their guy. He was their point guard of the future. Yeah, but you didn't replace him in the summer, and you took a flyer yeah. on Jeremy Sohan. You shouldn't mm-hmm. have done that. They should have done that. No, no. Josh Primo screwed him over, no question. And they thought yeah. he and Trey should be the platoon point guard mm-hmm. position right now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, didn't the Clippers sign Primo? Mm-hmm. Did he? Uh, he hasn't. He, he's on the roster. He's in their G, yeah, okay. he's on their roster, but he's in their G League system right now. What a hell of a oh, story! Golly, I know. Now, I know. Again, it's business, and mm-hmm. you know, when that happened, fine. It's it stinks. They had they 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 made the decision to release the kid. They did what they mm-hmm. had to do. Um, 
okay, cool. But they did not replace him. Right. They threw mud against a wall and thought it would work, and they were wrong. Cool, no they problem. No one's, no one's infallible, not even the great Brian Wright and Greg Popovich. Yeah. So show me here at the deadline you're serious about developing and getting better. Yeah. Even if you don't win a lot more games, you need to send a message to that room mm-hmm. that, yeah, we're developing you. We love you. There's a whole lot of players spread out all over the NBA that we used to love and got rid of. And we still yeah. love them, and we give them hugs when we see them on the road, but they ain't here no more because we're trying to win a bunch of games. Yeah, I I, I think the usual suspects will be on the table. You know, I, we're talking about veterans in the last segment. You know, these veterans, Osmond, McDermott, you know, I I, I got to think Devontae's got to be gone, right? I mean, how would that just baffles me, Mike? Because sometimes we see this team go in these offensive droughts, and yet Devontae's there, and that's what he's known for to get cooking, to get going. He's a bucket getter, and he just sits there. So I forget he's on the roster because, right? Exactly. I, I, it's when he shows up on the court to, you know, congratulate the guys that are coming off the, the court. That's right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's there still. Right. Like, why don't you use him? We saw him last year just put up 20 points like that, you know, mm-hmm. in games. But my point is, is that I think, I think you could probably see some of the remaining veterans on the on this roster probably shipped out at the trade deadline. Uh, shocker, they might go for draft picks, mass more draft picks, even though they got a boatload of them. But outside of that, I don't expect them to be hyperactive. I think they'd be definitely be active in the rumor mill, but. I think you'll see them make their big splash in the offseason draft day because part of me thinks that in a weak draft, Mike, we know they're going to get a good pick. I mean, do you you trade down? Do you trade down? Do you trade out of it and just bring in that veteran that you need? I think that could be a good play for them. Yeah, you have a franchise player already. So you don't need those Trade those picks for veteran players who fit in well with this kid. Let's go on. Let's get let's get on with it. Let's go. Let's blow this yeah. thing up. Let's trade some of those picks. That's the way in the NFL you build you build your roster through the draft. In the NBA, mm-hmm. you bring in veteran players with your picks. If, yep. Unless there's Victor Wimbanyama at the top of the table, and there ain't one this year, not even close. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is gonna have to be a two or three year cycle. You have all these picks, you need to do what Oklahoma's doing. Use those picks and go get good players. Mm-hmm. Ironic as the tables have turned for years. Oklahoma yeah. tried to do what the Spurs were doing. Okay, now we need to yeah. get back to doing what they're doing. Yeah. And Pop even said it flat out a couple, I think last week, said, you know, he used to salute what Sam Presti is doing in Oklahoma City and bringing in Chad and, you know. But one thing that Oklahoma City did, well, I mean, you know, it's hard to say now because I think when they made the trade for Shea Gilgis, nobody expected him to be this, you know, out of uh, Clippers. Because remember, the Clippers drafted him. The Clippers yeah. had him in their system. Mm-hmm. And then the Thunder traded for him, and boom, he became SGA. So, but if there is a known commodity out there, just like the Thunder did, I think the Spurs got to do that too to bring in an, an established, young, booming all star that's been around the league for a little while and mix it in with this uh, roster. You know, you also talk about Vet Victor's competitiveness. He may be soft spoken during media conference. But I'm sitting there in that room with him, Mike. And let me tell you, you know, sometimes those losses are mounting up on him. You can see it in his face. You can he's just, pissed. I like it. Yeah. I love it. I, yeah. I like him. Yeah, he he's yeah. he's ready to win. He wants to win quick. Mm-hmm. Um, and going back, you mentioned Sean Elliott earlier. You know, Sean had a little bit easier. You know, it's it's not mm-hmm. it's not a carbon comparison. This thing is absolutely at the bottom of the heat. It is. They had no good players, some young prospects, and that's it. Devin mm-hmm. Vassell, I love him. But honest to God, Jeff, if you gave me the right combination of players, mm-hmm. 
I'm opening him out too. They they have got to be ruthless. I want to see those ruthless Spurs that they were and that when Tim Duncan was here Mm -hmm. and he was in his prime and he afforded you the ability to be ruthless with your roster. Well, Wimby is Wimby's here and I know he's a baby, but he's a big baby. Let's get ruthless with this roster roster. Who cares about your feelings? Exactly. We got to go get guys in here that can win. I don't care who it is. It's time to get back to Spurs basketball. You've, the gods have blessed you with this, with the with the next great big man in this league. So get back to what you used to be. Go find some nasty, Greg Popovich. Exactly. Go get that nasty right now, uh, Pop. And hopefully, uh, you know, we'll see this Spurs team retooled and start racking up wins. You know, the same wins that they promised you and me and everybody there at Media Day, Mike. You know, where, where's that? So, but whatever. It is what it is. I would have preferred them just say, hey, you know what? We're similar to rebuild. Like, let's not get ahead of ourselves. But uh, to come out swinging the way they did on media day, I was like, whoa. Yeah, they're allowed to make mistakes. It's okay. They've got yeah. a lot of equity. You know, they, they've given us a lot of good times, and they, they, they've earned our trust. Yeah, exactly. Um, now, you, you, now you need to show me that, okay, well, we made a mistake. We're going to make up for it. So Absolutely. It. Hey, Mike, so we've been talking about In the Building, your new show uh, with Rudy J., uh, I guess still a baby as well. You know, you're on second week already, I believe. Week two, man. Week, week two. two, yeah. Tell us about it, man. How did this all come together? Uh, we, everybody wants to know where can they can check it out. Well, Rudy decided to enter his name into the transfer portal, and I, I pounced. <laughs> you know, I, uh, I, I was doing a solo show, and was content to do that. But uh, that show was fine. It was a good side hustle, mm-hmm. but it wasn't a long term viable mm-hmm. uh, solution to my retirement plans. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but but I will say that there are only a handful of people in this town that I would have considered co-hosting and hooking up with. And when Rudy became available, I mean, I I, I jumped all over it. And I yeah. and I appreciate Rudy showing the faith uh, and trusting in what we're doing. Uh, we're building a little company uh, called Love You Hard TV. Mm-hmm. It's a podcast network. Uh, it's a network of one show right now, me and Rudy. And we're going nice. to get our show rolling in the future. We'll talk we'll, we'll, we'll probably have some other shows on that network and we'd like to build a little san antonio based podcast network because there's some good talented people in this town but rudy right. and i need to get established uh as the flagship show of that little network so we started in the building last week and so far so good it's it's got a little buzz you know people are watching it i've some people that have never watched me before have now started watching our show because of rudy and you know mm-hmm. vice versa some people are discovering him and we're just two guys in middle age, Jeff, that have decided to go off on our own. It's either going to wind up being the best decision we've ever made or the dumbest, and we'll be we'll be mailman or car salesman in a couple <laughs> of years. But uh, I think he and I were in similar boats in our careers after doing regular radio for a long time, and we wanted to control our own thing. We both make less money, but we're in control of all the money because it's our little baby. Mm-hmm. And we feel like we can build it and make it something pretty cool. I mean, we're, I don't, I don't expect to be a millionaire. I don't expect to get bought out by Fox. Not that I wouldn't. Not exactly. I would say, don't, don't, yeah, don't cross that off the list. Oh no, we, this first year here, we just want to get established and take over San Antonio and South Texas and become the sports podcast guy talk show of note. And once we get there, we'll go on to the next plan in, in our in our long term goal. Mm-hmm. We're like the Spurs; we're building, but we're starting we're off with two good veterans. We don't have we don't have rookies. Yeah, we yeah, two veterans, and we're going to build from here and see what happens. Thank you, man, for bringing that up. I appreciate it. 
Not a problem. And I'm assuming the YouTube, Spotify, all that good stuff, right? I mean, yeah, yeah. Just, yeah. YouTube, you can just put Love You Hard TV or In the Building. You can find us on Spotify, which week one, we're 20th in America on Spotify sports chart in the in the, in the that. country. That's just that, that I can't even that doesn't yeah. I can't I can't believe that. I'm sure we'll fall off the chart at some point, but it's because of the people in this city. 80% yeah. of our viewers are San Antonians, and so they've they've jumped on board. And it's, it's nice. a new thing, so that, that's why our, our ratings are real high here the first couple of weeks. Now we have to sustain it, and uh, when it plateaus, just keep it going and keep slowly building it. We have realistic expectations, but we have confidence that it's going to wind up doing something or else we wouldn't have done it. Yeah, and um, stupid question, but i got to put it out there. Uh, I'm assuming open. you guys are open for advertisers, right? You're looking for them to come on board. Oh, yeah, this show. yeah, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Now yeah. you can become a pay, you can become a member. And Rudy and I will have a whole lot of members-only content, mm -hmm. and it's only six bucks a month. I mean, that's the cost of a grande coffee at Starbucks. Yeah, that's it. But yeah, primarily it's through sponsorships, advertisements. Um, you know, we get enough subscribers on the YouTube page to make a little bit of money there. Sure. Memberships would be great. I go get five, six, seven thousand paid members. I don't have to worry about as many advertisements. But right now, yeah, if you want to do some business within the building, holla at your boy. Email me. There you go. And we'll talk. And I will say this. A lot of people think, oh, I, they probably cost $10,000 a month. Nah, you'd be shocked. Now, it's, it's going to be a little bit more than 50 bucks a month, but it ain't 10000 So hit me up. We'll talk money if y'all are interested in getting your business out there. And we're cheap. So strike while we're cheap and we're sexy because we're the new thing in town. We can create our own old school sports radio is dying out, man. We can create our own podcast network. You know, Dan Levitard's building a huge thing in Miami. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, Bill yeah. Simmons started the ringer. Uh, we have those kinds of lofty goals. We want to be the next ringer. Texas does not have anything like that in this part of the country. And we hope to be that in the future. So we got big grandiose plans, but we're taking it day to day. Exactly. Make sure to follow Mike on X at Mike Taylor Show. Hey, we thank you for making Locked On Spurs your first listen each and every day. Free and available wherever you get podcasts. YouTube, Ken's 5 Plus app, Spotify, iTunes, the list goes on and on. Locked On Sports Today, 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Subscribe to it right now. All the shows are there. He's with uh, In The Building, a YouTube show, and all the platforms as well. He told you where to find it. So for Mike Taylor, I am Jeff Garcia. We're going to put a lock on this episode of Locked On Spurs.